Welcome to the asylum, all you cookie cutting mo frackers, as Jesse would say. <laughs> Tonight we have a Mr. Zach Radowski. That's pretty close. That's better Mike, than the something ski. Mike Wadowski. Yep. With us, and uh, he's from uh, uh, what was that movie? Uh, Monsters. Monsters Inc. Incorporated. Yeah, Monsters Inc. Yeah. So no, it's not him. It's Zach. So he is ninety-two underscore Silver Fox. Is that correct? Yeah, that's me. Yeah, yeah, on Instagram. So y'all go give him a give him a follow. So how are you, bud? I've been doing good. Been looking forward to this. Uh, I think we're going to possibly do it last week, but I just had some scheduling things, and you guys are pretty flexible. So yeah, we're all well. We try our best. I mean, yeah. at three hundred pound, I can still kick above my head. Bullshit. Let's see. Do it right now. Walk in the background and do it right now. <laughs> I'm flexible. What are you talking about, man? Bullshit. With, with a push down the hill, maybe. No, your waistline's flexible. You didn't know I could jump on a 48-inch box? No, I don't believe no. that. Yeah. Actually, dude, we'll test it out at Ponies. I'm so agile, it's not even funny. <laughs> I'm like a damn gazelle. I'm sure. What are you eating? <laughs> um, I'm I'm adding to my 300 pounds. I'm eating Skittles gummies. Oh, uh, stripper candy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I've never had Skittles gummies, and they're damn good. All right, Zach. So let's hear about this car a little bit for, to start off with. Okay. What's uh, like, the backstory with it? How long have you had it? What'd you do to it? What's the scoop? Where does it plan on going? Okay. Uh, so, Norman, Norman Hood. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was gonna ask him. He does a lot of edits. Can you edit that like the Storm Norman out? Yeah, I can. Yeah. You should totally I'll, do that. I'll do it for you. I'll put a cow <laughs> like a, a one inch cowl or stock hood. Stock. Stock. Okay. Yeah. No, all serious. I think your car would look sick with a stock hood. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I uh I was telling John earlier, I I, I want to change it. It's just I won't change until I can paint the whole car. I don't want any off color or anything. I want well, the car. Well, speaking of that, I mean, we're going to get to it, but the car's been painted once before already, correct? Yes. Yeah. It was a black car originally uh, by previous, no, two owners ago. So I'm third owner. And uh, you know what? Let me back up. So got the car 10 years ago. And uh, it was either that car or uh, an 89 blue notch, which I kind of regret not getting. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was mm. uh, four, four, 347, just basically a show car. Um, but the guy was really wanted to move it, and I said, You know what, just let me finish my taxes before we lock it in. And he's like, No, I've already been screwed over once before. I said, You know what, pal, like, I'm not gonna screw you over, but I just, you know, I want to dot all my eyes, cross my T's before taxes, and uh. He's like, well, well, well. And I was like, you know what? It's okay. Just just let it go then. So passed on that one. Then I was looking at this one. Uh, classic story. Guy had a a baby on the way and needed to get rid of his car. And uh, I'm sure he regrets it now. Every once in a while, I'll send him a photo of it uh, just to tease him a little. But uh, So it was originally a black GT, you know, Pony Wheels, your standard car by the very first owner. He acquired it. And he painted it the silver that it is. And uh, and then came time to sell, and I picked it up. 
the car is clean. It's not as clean as that uh, 89 notch. Uh, that was basically a show car. And uh, this one, it, it's I couldn't pass on it, though. It is a clean car. It's got all good parts. It's all solid. And so picked it up with my friend. And uh, we brought it with a U-Haul. Uh, what are those little dolly car dollies? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the car is low, but it's not that low. It's more of a functional low. And we couldn't get it on the dolly. And <laughs> so we had to, like, makeshift ramps out of two by fours and got it home in a storm and yeah that was it and uh just kind of went snowballing from there uh nothing too drastically the car was uh built pretty good to begin with but uh what motor thing, does it have it's a stock block still it's 306 so. um base your basic like early 2000s build so it's got heads cam intake it's got afr heads uh, E-cam, Typhoon intake. I know it's not mm. the greatest, but it works. Uh, right. MSD, you know, shorty equal lengths, X-pipe. I'm running SLPs right now. Uh, I might switch back to the flows. I don't know, but I wanted Does to. Does that have a bad drone going down the road, the SLPs? You know, I, I find uh, the flows have a little bit more. Just I'm finding myself. I'm... I find the the drone. I'm getting crackles with the the SLP. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's. I don't know you give you take right. Right. Um, yeah, it's a nice car though. I love it. Uh, five speed car. Uh, it's got four elevens. You know, it's quick, but. You beat you know, the not, not, Nothing like your guys is like it, it's it's more of a. What I think Billy uh, Quicksilver his first intention to building a car was um, he just wanted kind of your basic bolt on and then he snowballed and he's he's deep <laughs> i think we deep all now. start there I yeah mean, yeah really right don't we all start there or no is it, or it's just some people just go crazy right off the bat i think yeah, yeah. There, though. i think people are getting there like they just buy yeah. these cars knowing that they're gonna do an extreme build right off the bat anymore yeah well i, I bought the car because i just wanted something that I could cruise in, sounded good. Nothing beats a small block Ford. And uh, yeah, and just beats you know, a little little by little. Some years I do some stuff to it. Some years I just enjoy it. Right. Well, you have a you have a new kid, right? Yeah, yeah. He's four years old. Um, I almost sold it about four years ago. Uh oh. Um, yeah, almost just gave it away. And uh, no, I didn't though. <laughs> you can't. Right. It's, uh, too scary, right? Like you, you hear all these stories like, oh, I shouldn't have sold it. I shouldn't have sold it. And yeah, so I kept it. And, uh, you know, there, there wasn't any financial stress. It was just you, you have a baby on the way and you start thinking like, oh, shit, I need some money. I need some money. Yeah. But, uh, right. You know, I've got the missus and she takes care of me. She, she does all the financial stuff. And uh, what does she know. do for a living? Uh, she's a case facilitator for uh, people with acquired brain injury. So, wow, uh, shit. Okay. So she's a smart one of the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She uh, she has a a bachelor's in neuroscience. Uh, she used to do neuropsych assessments as well. Damn. So you married up? No, you know what? Actually, well, it depends. What do you pay paychecks or no? Yeah, no. Actually, she works for a nonprofit, so she's getting shafted when it comes to pay. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's ah, she's got a big heart, and she wants to be on the front line. 
work with the people. Yeah. But I, oh. I mean, the potential's there, but. Does, you does your kid show any, I mean, I know he's only four years old. Anything can happen. Anything can change. But does he show interest in the car now? Absolutely. Absolutely. He's, he's got probably over 300 Hot Wheels. He talks about daddy's gray car all the time. You know, right. I take him out. I took him out a couple times. My wife, uh, I've heard uh, other guys on the pod say, you know, the wife sometimes gets upset. The kids in the, the tin cans, right? And yeah, uh, yeah so. You know, See, I don't. I don't have that experience. Like, no. I, well, I, yeah. I, I. I don't think I helped it because I. I said, "Oh, this, this car is a bloody death trap." But I. I meant it in comparison to new cars. Right. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So we were talking about jobs. Start watching your mouth. Yeah. That's what you got? What? I said he's got to yeah. start watching his mouth. He can't. He can't say stuff like that. No. No. Well, uh, young guy. How long you been married? Well, we've been together since 2009. But right, he's asked no better, Tom. Don't try to take up. Yeah, we got married in. Uh, I was trying to help the guy out. <laughs> <laughs> try to up an excuse for him or something. Yeah, bro. <laughs> well, well, this is the thing, though. So, like, so if I've been with her since 2009, I don't have much experience with different women, right? Like in the last, what was that 13, 14, 15? I don't even know. Yeah. Are you saying that's because it's true, or are you saying that because she's gonna listen? No, no, that's true. That's true. Well, yeah, uh-huh. and she's listening. You just say, "Baby, I love you." Say it right now, "Baby, yeah. I love you." Baby, if you're listening, I love you. Shut up. <laughs> I gotta sleep beside her, man. You guys, I hear you. I hear you. All right, so let's go back to stuff because you talked about we we're talking sure. about jobs and all that stuff. So yeah, earlier, yeah, you have you have a pretty interesting job. Yeah, yeah, my job, uh, it's well, not for on, everyone. Wait, wait one sure, second. Sure. Before, before we get into it, do you want us – I'm trying to decide, John, do we talk about his background leading up to the job? Well, hell yeah. First, or do we talk well, about the job? I think we need to talk about his background first. I think we need to get into to knowing why the hell he chose what he chose. Okay, so let's say what he does, and then you can tell us about your background. How about that? Yeah. Sure, sure. So I work uh, – I'm a psych nurse. I work with uh, mental health and addictions. And, uh, obviously there's a reason why I work there. Right. Um, I'm either directly influenced by it or indirectly through family or people I know. Um, if, if we're diving into men's group, let's do it. All right. So let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, I grew up a uh, single mom. Uh, dad was great up until I was the age of three. Some, you know, this is coming from my mom, right? So I don't know him. I haven't had no contact with him since the age of three. But apparently after that, things just went south. So uh, grew up without a father. There was uh, multiple occasions where he tried to kidnap me. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, yeah. Old Italian family. Apparently they tried to, like, buy my mom out. Uh, so wait, wait, was they like mob people? No, not like mob, but... The old like own own yeah yeah, but like the old mentality of like firstborn son. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. So I have a, an older brother, but like the firstborn in their family, son. So they wanted like ownership. They wanted to raise me and stuff like that. So uh, apparently tried to buy me out a couple times. Uh, resorted to kidnapping. So I used to like wait wait. You know, so when you say kidnapping, how did they try to kidnap you? Uh, so I would be like outside playing or walking snatch home. Snatch his ass, huh? Yeah, Hold snatch, on. snatch so and grab, just, man. They just pull up, grab you, and take off. 
I, I think that's what the plan was. Yeah, just, you know, those old uh, big Chevy or GMC 80s vans? Mm-hmm. Like, not the minivan, the big van. Yo, that's like, I got a lollipop type shit. Yeah, candy, candy for kids. Like, oh. uh, so I'd be outside and I would, and that's what he drove. And uh, so I would see this blue GMC van and I would book it home. I would just run, run, run. And uh, yeah, the one time he got out and was chasing me and like had to like slam the door behind me. My mom came, slammed the door, locked it, called the cops multiple times on him. And uh, yeah, eventually I, my mom, I guess, uh, said to chief sergeant i don't know who she talked to but basically said like if you guys don't do something about this i will like this is wrong and this was back in the day where the boys used to put the gloves on and go take care of things right and uh, yeah. so after she kind of basically said like i was going to kill him if you guys don't do something uh he never showed up or never saw him again after that so Shit. wow yeah so i, I don't know what went down but something went down and the only way I know what he looks like, because I have bumped into him in public. Well, not bumped into him, but I've seen him in public and basically just walked the other way. Um, was just through pictures. So yeah. do you remember being scared at that age? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you hear, like, people, when they're young, they have good memories. You know, their first memories are, you know, Disney or whatever, and mine aren't. <laughs> I get it. I understand completely. Yeah. Yeah. My first memories are a lot of trauma base, abuse base. And uh, yeah. So let's hear it, man. What happened? Sure. Sure. So so after that, you know, my mom's single mom and she dated a slew of guys. Um, You know, as an adult, you start looking back on it and you're like, well, my mom got around a little, but (laughs) hey, you know, you know, a woman's got to live. Right. So good for her. But, you know, her choice in men, obviously, were not great. And uh, along came abuse from different guys, you know. Uh, she did like date physical? One, yeah, physical abuse. She did date one guy that was really good for years. And he always had Corvettes, Trans Ams, Jaguars, and stuff like that. And I think that's what kind of sparked my interest in the cars. Um, I, I always loved cars from a young age. But getting to ride around in those was pretty cool. And then uh, she started dating some real losers, but always guys with cars. So I don't know if uh, she sought out guys with cars, but I grew up with a lot of like 80s and 90s muscle, you know, GTAs, Fox bodies. Uh, We used to own an 86. That was the first car I ever drove. And uh, yeah, so up to the age of about 16, just uh, guy after guy, just he was either verbally abusive, physically abusive. And, uh, you know, there was times I was getting choked out on stairs or, you know, smacked up, being told to kneel on the ground on rice with your hands up in the air, not touching the wall, stuff like that. Um, How was your mom financially? uh, Up here, it's like like basically welfare is what it's called. So uh, my mom had, uh, there's three of us. I had an older brother, myself and a younger brother. Uh, older brother, six years older, younger brother's 10 years younger. And uh, yeah, so we were kind of sometimes, you know, relying on these guys. But that know. was where I was kind of going. Do you think that she stuck around and dealt with it because of that? Now, were they just abusive to you or to her or to the whole family? Uh, as far as it comes to my mom, I'm not sure. I don't think there was. But 
you know, there's stuff that, you know, as a parent, they hide, right? Uh, I, yeah. I know what happened to me. I know what happened to my brother. And did, uh, did they do this stuff to you guys in front of her? There was times it would happen in another room and my mom would just kind of ignore it. You know, how did that make you feel <clears throat> at the time? Not so much, but it's really fucked with me when I had my own kid. And uh, so I don't talk to my mom too often now. Uh, so you start reflecting, you start seeing things in new eyes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've revisited. So like, you know, as you're going through the trauma, you have one opinion. When you get out of the situation and you're living on your own, you think you're growing to be an adult, you have another opinion. For me, now I'm in a stage where I have my child and I look back and revisiting it again. I guess this stuff never leaves you fully. And I guess that's it, what do, it does not. No, no. I, you become wise, which is cool. I, that's my favorite part about getting older is becoming wise to this. And uh, just reflecting on it now. And uh, I'm like, holy shit. Like, I would never allow my child to be in any situation like this. Uh, it's 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 brutal. Like. I, you know, I'm just skimming the surface on things here, but I get it, man. I mean, listen, John and I have we've talked about our backstories, and to be honest with you, I've barely skimmed the surface yeah. on my story yet. You know, yeah. the right questions haven't been asked, or I just haven't felt like I want to really let it all out yet. But yeah. I totally understand what you're saying. It but just yeah, makes me, so makes me wonder, like, like uh, I like to hear what other people have to say about situations like that and how they dealt yeah. with it. You turned it into a career. So let's let's move on yeah. and talk about that, how, how that blended into your career. So just backing up just a tiny bit, uh, I also had an older brother that was uh, getting into a lot of bad stuff as well. He was in and out of jail. Um, so that also like kind of set me on the straight and narrow. So I had him as an example of like not screw up, basically. Yeah, you had a cheat sheet. Yeah, yeah, right. what not to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the cheat sheet, yeah. No, no, it's, it's absolutely, that's a perfect analogy. Um, so getting into my career, I, you know, started off just doing, like, restaurant work, uh, doing serving, stuff like that. At and, where you work now? No, no. Uh, I used to work at, like, Boston Pizza. I don't know if you guys know what that is. Uh, it's, I think it's called Boston's in the States fucking pizza place right yeah a buffet place stuff like that probably if it's boston's pizza it's probably pizza place. John, what you're still eating those fucking things yeah <laughs> so i just bounce around from stuff like that doing uh bartending doing bar backs just new people like if i need to make extra cash i used to hustle a lot now not so much um and then this is this course, is after high school i'm assuming yeah yeah so young adult or in my 20s early twenties. And, uh, one day I was at the gym and, uh, working on my best friend. Wait, hold, on, hold on, Zach, not to, not to stop you, but I feel like, yeah, there's a, okay. I feel like we're missing a gap here. You said like 16 years old, you were, you were going. Oh, that, yeah. So that's kind of, uh, so after 16, just kind of started working and trying to do my best. My mom didn't really date any guys after 16, 17. That's when, uh, the last really bad one was. And, uh, we basically like moved out of the house in secret we did it at night we we packed up you know boxes and stuff at night because uh we got we ended up getting a restraining order to get him out oh wow but uh he was stalking the house so we did everything at night or if we knew he had just passed then we would scoot out or because we knew his work schedule or if we knew he was taking on jobs because he was a contractor he did like 
just side jobs and stuff too, right? So you guys were dodging this dude as like a family. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we moved into this really ghetto apartment and we stayed there. Eventually things just blew over and nothing ever came of it. No, no kidnapping stories there. And uh, it just kind of went away, which was good. And uh, yeah, just the next couple of years, just struggled through high school to finish and started working and bought my first car. I think I was 19, 20, bought myself a 96 Camaro and just drove the shit out of that. Did a lot of like street racing, lot, like nothing serious, but you know, just whatever rolled up on me, I was racing and getting myself into trouble like that, running from the cops. Uh, I started heading down a bad path. Uh, yeah. When you start, uh, you know, running from cops, it's not a good thing. There's many times I like pulled down side streets and, you know. There was a time in my life, dude, where I slept in a tent in the woods for almost two weeks running from the cops. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't get to that, but I got to the point where they started following me to work. One day, you. maybe I'll tell that story, but that's yeah, a real deal. Yeah. <laughs> you, must, you must have been in trouble then. Uh, you know, I've said it before, man. I was kind of like similar to what you're explaining. I was just out of high school. Life was complete shit up to that point. Um, people were going to college. I wasn't. I had no interest in school. I didn't yeah. yet, you know, I, I was enlisted in the army at the time, but I didn't leave. So I did like a early, early entry program. So I enlisted at 17 to get myself out of trouble, but I was still getting in trouble like an idiot kind of deal. And if I got caught, I wasn't going to the army. So I was in this kind of like limbo zone until I left. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, same place as you, man, young, angry. Uh, yeah. It, my father was working sometimes four or five days without coming home to make money to keep a roof over our heads, doing the best he could do. You know, what yeah. was he going to do? Fucking ground me. Okay. You fucking ground me. You go to work. Yeah. You know, I'm just going to go out. Yeah. You're like a feral oh. kid, you know? Yeah. I mean, he'd come home and I need to be disciplined. It was an ass whooping. Good old fashioned American ass whooping. You know what yeah, I mean? You can take <laughs> one of those. Yeah. He'd go back to work and then, okay, the consequence is over back to business, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, enough about me, man. So you're you're out of high school, got the Camaro, getting in yeah. trouble, going down a road path. Take yeah. That. And uh, then I met this girl, not my not my wife. Met this real, I, I don't know, not the greatest girl, but it was somebody else showing me love. And you kind of you kind of attach to that, right? Somebody that shows you love that's outside your family. You start thinking you know what it is. Bro, you and I need to have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Long story short, I learned what I don't like. So, uh, right. Or, or one in my life. And right. So, you know, I, I try to stay positive and look at the good things. And so I was with her for about a year and a half. Uh, she came from a similar background, lots of abuse. Uh, she was adopted. Her adopted parents were abusing her. Uh, there was many times that I'd have to like roll up to their house in the middle of the night, break into the house and basically get her out of the house. Cause her dad was like whipping around the house by her hair. And, uh, so we moved in together after only dating for a short while. Cause I was just like, well, I'm too old to be at home. You're an abusive home right now. Let's, let's get a place. Sold the car. She was going to school. And, uh, so I just did my best to support her and started riding the bus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I rode the bus for a little bit. I ended up buying a Mini Cooper. <laughs> yeah. 
Say that again. Say that again. <laughs> yeah, a, two, a 2008 Mini Cooper. What color, bro? What color? Uh, I think it was called Onyx Black. It had oh, like at a, least it was black with white. Wait, was, it a, was it a Cooper S? Not even. Oh, it was a shit model. Yeah. Bro, how tall are you? Uh, six two. Bro, you must look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. There's actually a lot of room in them, surprisingly. Have you ever there's almost... one of those cars, Tom? Well, yeah, dude. Dude, they got so much room. Yeah, because yeah, there's almost get nothing out of the thing. You still look like a fucking re. Yeah. Like, I can't say that word. You look like you look like a dong. you look like a ding dong. <laughs> I know what she's gonna say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I had that for a bit, and uh, it was ridiculous, man. Oh, talk about the Mustang being a tin can death trap. No way. Those minis. If you got it smoked in one of those, you'd be done. So yeah. how how old were you when you had the mini? At this point. Uh, so I bought a brand new 2008. So I was born in 85, 23, 22, somewhere yeah. around there. You were not the cool kid at that point, bro. No, no. I just went from thinking I was a cool guy, you know, driving a Camaro, T-tops. You see what women will fucking do to you, bro? Yeah. 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 They bring out the worst. <laughs> right. You know, that she thought it was a cute car. And I was like, all right, honey, whatever. Let's do it. Right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Gave up your man card and one failed swip. Yeah. You got you got the Mini Cooper at this point. You're thinking about going to school to do what you do or what? Uh getting close. So uh we ended up breaking up. I met this new girl, my wife, and <laughs> I like that uh, this new girl. <laughs> yeah, my new girl, the wife, locked her in 2009. Uh but so while we're dating, she's just I knew she started thinking long term when she asked me, like, are you just going to do these jobs? Like, because I, like I said earlier, I, I used to hustle a lot. So I used to, you know, work my restaurant job and then I could pick up hours at a bar or something like this. And so she started like, you know, what are you going to do with yourself like long term? Like, you, I know you always make money and you're doing good, but what's the long term plan? And uh, that really resonated with me. And I was like, OK, she's taking interest like looking to the future with me and yeah. I didn't say much, but, uh, I kind of had already had the plan to go into nursing before that. And so a week or two later, I went and got my transcript and, uh, started the process of applying to college to do some nursing. <laughs> and, uh, so I surprised her with that. And I think that's what sealed the deal. Did you know you wanted to be a psych nurse specifically? No, no, and she wants me to get out of it. <laughs> Why? Because it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, you, you shouldn't be spending a third of your life there. Tell us, tell us something about that shit. As wh whatever yeah. you can tell us, right? Um, Give us an idea what it's like to be a psych nurse. You get your ass kicked a lot. I've been sucker punched. I've been hurt. Um, when my Instagram started growing, uh, that's because I was doing some edits and stuff like that. Because I had a hand injury. Uh, so I had to take some guy down and my thumb went in his ear and it jammed it really awkwardly. I really screwed up a lot of soft tissue. It was basically tendonitis in my thumb, really bad sprain. It probably would have been better if it broke, but it didn't. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. What did you do to his ear? Uh, I don't know, man. We, there was a, a couple of us and I, when I brought him down, my thumb was on his head and wow. Yeah. His ear was fine. Okay. Or maybe it wasn't. I don't know. He started face raking himself later. There's all sorts of stuff. 
a lot of people doing like uh, self-injurious stuff or trying to hurt other people. Um, wow. I've had to pull people out of ceilings. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Trying to escape or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's shank. What the fuck? Oh man, so there's this. There's I would have got my ass kicked too, but somehow I don't even know. But yeah, Tim Robbins came in and uh, was digging a hole through a cell. No, uh, the one time uh, I was training this new girl, and uh, I was like, you know what? I just want to go on break. I was like, this guy, he's an elopement risk. Keep an eye on him, okay? And she's like, okay. So I'm like, cool. So I only took a 20 minute break. Breaks are usually half an hour. I was just like, you know, let me get back there, just check on this guy. And I go in his room and he's not in there. So I'm like, okay. So we start walking around the unit. I'm not seeing him. I'm like, okay, guys, we got to do a sweep of the unit. Like, where the fuck is this guy? Like, so we start checking all the rooms, checking behind doors, beds, whatever, bathrooms. And he's not there. So I'm like, oh, shit. So I, I walk by his room one more time and. You see some you see some messed up stuff, but it didn't clue into me the first time when I checked his room. There was a chair on top of this kind of built-in desk. And I've seen chairs on beds, I've seen them up there before. I didn't really clue in. But when I walked by, I saw it and I heard like a noise. I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I heard it again. And I like look up. I'm like, yell his name. I'm like, is that you? And then I hear more noises, and I was like, "Get the fuck out of the ceiling!" <laughs> and I and we carry these badges, right? So you can call these like codes for backup. So I'm pressing and pressing and pressing. I'm standing in the doorway, and this other nurse comes, and she's like, "Oh, you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm fine." And I like point up, and his leg is dangling from the ceiling, and uh, so I'm just waiting for backup because, like, I don't know what this guy's doing or what's going on up there. So, anyways. Pulled him out of the ceiling, and I'm like, what the fuck do you think you're doing up there? And he wouldn't say nothing. He wouldn't say nothing. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like, you're gone now. So we brought him over to this more high-security unit. And uh, the following day, he escaped from that one, too. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah. So this guy was a escape artist. Uh, he wiggled himself through these locked doors. He was able to get it at the very bottom where it would open up about like three inches and he like started sticking his arm through there, his leg through there. And then he just like pried it open and like bent the fucking door open and escaped yeah. out through the parking lot. Uh, basically butt naked. He only had tan colored boxers on because he needed to slip through. I don't know if he lubed himself up or not, but he got out. <laughs> And uh, yeah, John, get yeah. Up this guy get out or what? Yeah, so so the way the way nursing works too is there's 12 hour and eight hour shifts, and this was right at the shift change for the eight hour. So there's a lot of staff coming in. He's running through the parking lot. If you if you catch it outside your eye, he looks naked, and right. I'm chasing him through the parking lot. Security's behind me chasing him. He's got about I don't know maybe 200 feet on me. And I'm just going as fast as I can to catch up to him. And we live in Niagara. And so we got wine country and he gets across the street and we start chasing him through vineyards. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I'm chasing this basically naked guy through vineyards and then it goes into like some brush and then it turns into a highway. And uh, I got really close to him. I was probably 
10, 15 feet. So I'm like, okay, I, I close the gap. Like I got to tackle this guy. And then I start looking behind me and my partners aren't there and I'm gassed. Like I'm winded. And this guy has a background in, in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So I'm like, I'm not touching this guy unless I have a background. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm gassed. And, uh, so I, I just let him go, but we ended up calling the police. They get the dogs. They, uh, they bring them back with the dogs eventually about an hour later. I'm still like trying to catch my breath back at the nursing station. He walks in with the cops, cops are out of breath and he walks in and he's cool as a cucumber. He's not, hasn't broken a sweat, not breathing heavy, nothing. And I was just like, Holy shit. If I would have grabbed him, I would have been dead. Like this yeah. guy, his conditioning was out of this world. He only came in cause he didn't want to get bit by a dog. A lot like mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he's as flexible as you, but oh, yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you a question: with with the with the background, growing up, childhood, seeing uh, mental health issues, dealing with mental health issues, abuse, and all that stuff, and now being on the opposite end of the spectrum, working yeah. with these people, like essentially trying to help them, right? That's the goal. Yeah. Right. What's your uh, does that give you more perspective about your childhood? Sometimes, yes. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to, like, anxiety, depression, and trauma, absolutely. Um, I That's how I understood more, like, on my own uh, when you reflect on these things, like, where you're coming from. Because now I see it in younger kids or even adults. Uh, and when you look at it from the outside, you can kind of, I don't know, analyze it, right? It's... Gives you a better perspective on things. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that I don't understand because a lot of things I didn't experience firsthand. Like when people come in and they're, you know, bipolar, manic, or they're schizophrenic, or they're going through a state of like drug-induced psychosis. Um, that's stuff I've never experienced. Right. And so I just try my best to be supportive and help them that way. Um, Depression. That's something you kind of get. You understand a little bit. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah. So that, you, that, that comes and goes, man. That's a, I think that's a lifelong battle. So let me ask you about that because do you, th well, I guess I'm kind of curious about something. Is this a, you, where you work, it's men and women. Yes. Yeah. So it, I'm kind of wondering, like, is it easier? Like who, who is easier? In other words, who opens up more quickly, women or men? Uh, quickly. I don't know, man. Uh, probably with my experience, men, I don't know if that's just because of really, cause I'm a man and maybe, uh, cause I used to run a men's group there and we used to like, just kind of have an hour to ourselves and we would talk cars, talk bullshit. And then sometimes we talk about stuff, uh, suicide. That's another thing I struggled with when I was younger as well. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, crosses your mind, right? I, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You I become desperate, and and you know thoughts get uh. You become get, uh, fed up, is what it is. Yeah, I think you more people than we realize have dealt with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just heard the other uh, podcast you guys talking yeah. to the one gentleman, and he, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, you know, you, you don't think you would ever go there, or or maybe you do, and then sometimes these thoughts get ahead of you, and they start, you know, snowballing. Uh, mm -hmm. 
you know, I, I think everybody has been sick and been like, oh, fuck, I wish I could just die. That's normal. But when thoughts of dying start to come, like, for no reason or start to consume you because you don't know how to cope with things and, and you don't directly understand, like, why you're having these thoughts. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. So how did you deal with that? Um, or do you even remember? I do remember. So I've seen therapists myself. Um, I've seen a lot of, well, I wouldn't say a lot, but I've seen probably three or four. And then I finally connected with this one, one guy. So I think that's the biggest thing with any recovery is you need to feel comfortable with whoever you're discussing or having these talks with, uh, about your past or what's bothering you. Uh, you know, I talked to a couple of people, never had that connection. And this one guy was just so real with me, shot the shit with me. He, he didn't use all the proper jargon. And that's something that I have really taken into the way I approach work. Like I speak to every person that I deal with uh, differently. So, you know, we get truckers that come on our unit and I'm dropping F-bombs. I'm, you know, I'm just one of the guys. And yeah. versus, you know, an 80-year-old woman, I'm sweetheart to her. So you have to play to your audience and this this gentleman that helped me played to to me you know he knew I was a young kid and he just gave it to me straight he knew uh you guys probably can attest to it too like when you're experienced trauma in your life you become very protective and very cautious of who you let in you know you don't you don't talk about stuff you you have your backup right like you you're very guarded and so yeah. he broke down those walls and and it's you know, easy to spot bullshit. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, it's easy to spot bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, though I have been bullshitted and didn't see it. I mean, generally generally speaking, um, yeah, generally speaking, bad intent yeah. I can pick up pretty quick. Yeah. I, I think that's where, like, I don't want to say, like, I'm a, the best nurse there is, but there's times where I have certain strengths that really excel. So uh, growing up in the ghetto and stuff like that, like, people can relate to me sometimes because a lot of the mental health uh, people don't normally take care of themselves. Um, typically, like we also get, you know, doctors, physicians, whatever coming in too, but a general population, they don't take care of themselves and they grow up in an environment like I do or did. And uh, so I can get to their level. I understand. Sometimes I see people that I knew growing up and, you know, they give somebody that has lived the white picket fence life, you know, mom and dad, and uh, they don't want to talk to them. They're like, fuck this guy or fuck this girl. Like, what do you know about life? Yeah, he's just crazy. He's a fucking loser. He's a fucking scumbag, whatever. That's how they see it, right? Yeah, yeah. And they, they, they see through that. And they're like, why would I tell you shit? You don't know anything about life, right? Yeah. Right. So, yeah, so this, this guy. about what I'm going through. Yeah, yeah. So interesting, man. Yeah, so th this guy, he broke down the walls, and uh, I wouldn't say that led me on the direction to becoming a nurse working in mental health and addictions, but it kind of helped. Uh, once I became in a, a nurse, I was dead set on, like, just working medical stuff, doing surgical stuff, whatever. But uh, just through friends that I met in school and ended up getting to psych nursing and I mean, it's been good, but at the same time, I'm done with it. So I'm looking for outs. Right. You know, I'm what looking... else would you want to do? 
Not entirely sure. <laughs> yep. I, I have done medical nursing before. Uh, I felt like I was going to break my back. But, you know, there, there is avenues. Um, I'd really like to possibly get into, like, working with something with, like, children with special needs or just young adults with special needs. Yeah. 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 So yeah, you, I, listened I, to, you listened to our um, episode with Kate, right? No, I didn't, actually. Oh, I'm sorry, goodness. guys. Well, that's, I don't she, catch. I catch. I catch a lot of them, but not all of them. All right. She kind of works, does that for a living. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty cool to hear her story. Maybe you should yeah. check that one out. Yeah, you I'll need check to check that one out for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I for some reason I gravitate towards them. Like if I'm at the gym or something, uh, you know, I, I give. You know, just last week this kid named Adam. You know, he's got Down syndrome. He was looking around to. He's 20 years old, looking around to. You know, peers about his age range, these gym bros, whatever. And uh, he was trying to get a spot, and nobody was giving him a spot. So I walked across the gym, gave him a spot, and did the rest of the workout with him. And by the end of the workout, he was trying to tickle me. He's trying to steal my hat. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know what it is. I, I just gravitate towards them. I do well with them. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool, you know, man. My, my whole life, I've always just been so accepting. I don't really judge people like that. I just take it for what it is and have a good time. Speaking and of I, good times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're 41 minutes in. And not to change Holy the subject. Shit. Sorry, yeah. It's got to be fast 10 times, Johnny. Oh, it's back by popular demand. Yeah, I like fast 10. Any more of that riddles crap. Oh, no, now, no, now, no. So, I've, Before I've we get started, there might be something that I don't know just because of the cultural thing here up in Canada versus There's the no excuses, bro. No, man, because there's been a couple times I've listened to these. I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> no, I've kind of made Like with, with, with Dom or was it Don or Dom? No, 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 no. It was uh, the guy with the blue coupe. Mario. 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 I was like, what the fuck are you guys off, talking about? I didn't oh, know yeah, what the yeah, fuck yeah, he was we're... talking about. Cow tongue tacos. We didn't know yeah, what yeah, he was talking about. Hey, I found that stuff online. I put in about an hour worth worth of time on all these so okay you know, I, have to, I have to look this stuff up well john okay. the riddles were in a hit <laughs> yours took me about two damn hours <laughs> yeah johnny the, the riddles were in a hit what happened there? oh no they're coming back this is it right here no I'm no no, no riddles aren't coming back right well this is it i'm fixing to do a riddle no you're not yeah it's 10 riddles no fuck no we can't don't do it to us i'm kidding Thank you, thank you. He was like, "Are you serious? He's fixing to do riddles." I got my phone. I got my microphone on. on Zach's like, "I'm losing, I'm losing you, fucking guys." All right, Zach. You live uh, in in Niagara Falls, correct? Canada. Yes, sir. Okay, you should know this answer. Okay, what does a great black backed gull sound like? Talking about geese? <laughs> a great black backed goal. Like a seagull? Yeah. Oh, that's a great black goal. Oh, that was yeah, good. Do that again. Do that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Man, that was a that was awesome. Hell yeah. Like, if my wife can hear me upstairs, she'll be like, what the hell's going on? The world's going on down there. All right. So what's your favorite soap opera? Days of Young our lives or guiding light? Days of our lives. Okay. This one's tough. Okay. Because you've got, in my opinion, two ends of a spectrum again. 
Jessica Biel or Jennifer Aniston? Jessica Biel. That was oh, easy. Fuck no. Ah, see, I'm no. I, I, I like I like I like both of them, but I, I'm 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 leaning towards Jessica myself. I really am. Really? Yeah. Jesse, yeah. un chime in here. I you know what it is for me, Aniston. I feel like never got over Brad. I don't give a fuck about Brad. Okay. Who, Brad who? Who the fuck yeah. is Brad? You going with <laughs> you going with Brad? Jesse, vote on this one. I got to hear it. Uh, Aniston. There. Okay. The okay. smart man. So it's split. Has spoken. All right. You going to let that boy watch Blue's Clues or Barney? He just recently started watching Barney. My <laughs> wife pushed it on him. Blue. Blues Clues. You, you love me. Uh, no, Blues Clues. I can handle that. I hear you. I hear you. All right, so Will Ferrell or Kevin Hart? Will Ferrell. Okay. He got too many good movies. I can't stand that fucking guy. Uh, I kind of like that. His recent stuff, no. His recent stuff, no. But I'm talking like classics, like old like school. Stupid comedy. I just can't stand yeah. it. Like that movie Elf. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's, it's, it, not, it is the worst every year movie ever, bro. Every it's year. It's a Christmas movie. staple up here, guys. Are you serious? Yeah. No, I hate it. I hate it. Uh, uh. All right, so your next mod to your car. You're going to do the pink fuzzy steering wheel cover or the pink fuzzy seat covers? <laughs> to lose, lose. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think lose bad. I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking about feel. Uh, <laughs> 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 How is it going to make me feel when I sit in the car? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think I could get away with the, the seat covers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's more. That's more. I don't think I can grip. Uh, you know, don't think fuzzy all the time. Grab a hold of a fuzzy steering wheel all the time. Oh shit! Uh, you watching Miami Vice or Men in Black? Miami Vice. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, what's your favorite cookie? Chocolate chip or peanut butter? John's car. John's car. <laughs> <laughs> You got. I, I didn't even hear. I didn't even hear the rest after you said cookie. So what were the two options? Chocolate I just chip or peanut butter. Chocolate chip. Chip Ahoy, soft. Uh, just just because you they made are the good, comment, bro. Just because you made the comment of John's car, <laughs> and I knew you would. <laughs> yeah, for cookie. Pain in your ass, okay. <laughs> Spell supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Yeah, right. not a chance, man. <laughs> not a chance. So yeah. I, I've got some mild dyslexia too, guys. Come on. <laughs> not a chance. You don't even want to try? Come on, give it a shot. I can get the super S U P E R Cala. I don't C A. I don't know. Would it be a K or a C? Calalistic. Califragilistic. Super guys, Calif come on, man. <laughs> come on, guys. <laughs> if you could ask my four-year-old, he'd have a better idea. So you're going to tap out on me on that one, huh? I, there's not a chance, man. But if the automobile was never made, there was no such thing okay. as anything with wheels. 
what animal would you ride? A camel or an ostrich? <laughs> I think that that's obvious, man. You got to go with a camel. You can't I don't know, bro. Ostrich. I'd fucking probably try to ride an ostrich. A damn ostrich. If, if you're looking for a wild ride. You ever saw an ostrich run? They're yes, fast, that's what I'm thinking, man. I'm, I'm thinking practically. You'll never get there on a camel. Nah. Slow and steady. That's a hatchback answer. <laughs> yeah, I know it is. I know it is. Right? Right? The poop guys want to go fast, bro. Oh, my God. That's a stock block answer. I know. <laughs> hatchback stock block. Oh, God. It's funny stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck, I should have got that notch, eh? Shit. You should have. You should have been the damn ostrich. Well, 10 years ago, the, the notch was only just starting to uh, be the more desirable one. Yeah. Ramp up. Yeah. True story. True story. Yeah. 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 And, that, and that's the one I was like, you know, I, I don't want anything that stands out. So let me go with a notch. And that's what I was looking for. But, uh, I think everything comes full circle. I think there'll be a point where the GTs are the most desired again. Eventually. I think everything in life, right? Everything comes full circle. Well, yeah, that's the thing too, right? Like 10 years ago. Nobody wanted the the retro 90s, early 2000 looking cars. And those are coming around. So it's true. What do you like more? Do you like, are you more into like the, like the OEM retro look? Or are you into like the more modified, like pro touring stuff? You could, you could say both, but which one do you like? No, I, 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 I would say more retro. I, yeah. I do like both for sure, but like the retro stuff. Like there's a guy on Instagram, he's from Sweden, sweet. Sweden weed or something. I don't know. I love his build. He's going old school with it. That's what I like. Look Got a up. black GT. Heck yeah. Yeah. Like, I love your stuff too. Like, Tom's car is pretty wild. You know, John's is just super clean. Like, I saw a video of yours the other day, and you can't really appreciate it until you see it truly up close. But, like, you know, you've talked about those quarter windows and in this video it's just like shit like those just look right yeah 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 i, I did, think really john did his car right for the most part the purple wheels we could do without <laughs> but don't give me the finger i agree hey wait, 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 wait. <laughs> they're, they're, they're complementary colors actually orange and purple <laughs> they're, they're they're more brownish than they are purple they're blurple they're not blurple, they're blurple. purple they would look be like blue orange Barney, they look like Barney. Kind of fits your style. And we could ditch that little dinky exhaust. I'll, I'll do an edit. I'll make them. I'll make them Barney purple. I'm gonna make a hundred dollars when I come to pits, and then I go towards my exhaust. You're gonna do the truffle shuffle? You damn right. I'm gonna. Oh, do Goonies, nice, bro. Yeah. If you do it, I'll pay up. Swear I to told God. You, I went upstairs and told Amy I was doing it. She's like, "Oh my God, please tell me when you're gonna do it so I can video." <laughs> Hey, John, I bet you we could get you up around two or three hundred bucks. We just have some other people, you know, put in. I'm down. Y'all do your best. Whatever count that you weigh. Yeah. Do it. I'm I'm good. Yeah. We're gonna do it. We'll do it. We'll do it right next to the dino shootout. (laughs) We gotta get you a tree. I need some new tailpipes. So yeah, Yeah, you gotta get a tree stump to stand on though, right? Do what? We'll we'll get a tree stump for you to stand on. We'll get build a little white fence. Yeah, it's gotta we'll, happen. We'll get Corey Feldman there. It'll be good. We all good. Y'all, yeah. speaking of Corey Feldman, bro, have you guys seen any of the videos of him singing? Oh, the Michael Jackson one. 
Holy shit, dude. <laughs> I mean, didn't he? <laughs> I don't know. Bro, that you poor want, guy, bro. You, you want to talk about trauma? Holy shit. Dude, what the <laughs> fuck? That, that's the one when he was in that like silver outfit. Like, just, I don't even know, bro. It was crazy. I don't know. Oh, he was that, singing right? the song to the Lost Boys. That's what it was. <laughs> oh, it was so fucked up. I don't know. So you got any plans yeah. for the car this season? Uh, right now, the car, uh, I'm just going to put a new uh, clutch fork in, new cable. Because right the day before I went to go into storage, um, well, actually, let me back it up. A month before I was going to go in storage, um, I was messing around with the clutch cable, adjusting it. Because the old guy at the storage place, he's like, oh, you got a really heavy clutch in this. So I was like, you know what, maybe I can mess around with it, make it a little more comfortable for the guy. Who knows, maybe I'll like it. So I was messing around with it. And then about a week before it was time to go in storage, it started feeling different than when I adjusted it. So the day before, adjusted it again. And I don't know how the hell it happened, but clutch fork popped off. And uh, so, yeah, I couldn't move the car. <laughs> so I've got it wrapped up in my driveway right now. So I just got to get a new cable and clutch fork on there. I'm just going to switch some stuff up, make sure it doesn't happen again. It's never ending, man. Yeah, so that's, really that's the biggest plan. And then uh, I think I'm just going to do like trim, just maintenance stuff, weather stripping. Yeah. You know, the car's 30 years old, right? So just going to try to keep up with certain things this year. Uh, I want to try to detail the engine bay. Right. <clears throat> You're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just detail the engine mostly. That's That's the thing I don't like to show. Yeah, you don't post many pictures of the engine bay. I was going to ask no, you about that. What'd no, you hide? I, no, I, no, nothing special, man. Like, I've, you know, I've told you guys what it's got. Yeah, yeah. Um, I live beside a construction site right now. So they're building a shit ton of houses and condos. So I don't have a garage. My car sits outside. And uh, that's the hardest place to get it cleaned up. So when I do photos, it's easy to spray the outside, but engine bay has got a lot of dust a lot of little dirt here and there and uh you know i, I give it a quick spray down you know but i want to do some real detail to it right do, so, you, do you have a cover for it yeah it's covered right now and then i put a tarp on top of that right you can't have a carport like one of those collapsible ones or nothing i probably could probably wing it yeah get yeah. one of those i'd probably keep it at least clean yeah cover it inside there or some shit yeah yeah so um, you, you live how far away from Niagara? I'm in Niagara Falls. Uh, so, so, so like by the falls? Yeah, yeah. So from my house to the falls, driving through city traffic probably takes eight minutes, ten minutes. Oh, that's cool. Is it? Is there, you know, kind of off topic, but is there like a fucking museum where the shit people used to go over the fucking falls with? <laughs> yeah, there is. There is. Is there really? Yeah, they've got like the the actual barrel that this so and so went over, and do they still do that shit. Uh, I think there has been some recent ones, but I don't think they really publicize it anymore, like in the the papers and stuff like that, to like discourage people, right? Right. Um, I know, like, not to get back on depressing shit, but I know there's a lot of jumpers and stuff too. And... Wait, wait, wait! Really? People fucking? Oh Tell yeah. Me about it. Yeah, they have they have like um special sensors on like popular spots that people climb over fences to get access to the falls and it, it alerts like 
local law enforcement or emergency services to come. So it's like a motion sensor trip type thing. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So not not too many people know about that, but you know, working where I work, I know about that. They fucking jump off that shit. Yeah, they jump into the water, and yeah, that. And then there's also so where the falls goes into. Uh, it's called the Niagara River, and that thing's yeah. just ripping. There's a massive whirlpool at this one turn, and uh, yeah, people also go in there. And they just basically get sucked down and they never come back up. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. You know, I got another Canadian question totally off the car sure, topic. Sure. Fuck, oh, fuck, I always want to know this. What the fuck is the difference between a Mountie and a fucking regular cop up there? I think the I think the Mounties are the ones that are like rejects. <laughs> What's up with their fucking weird pants? Yeah, yeah. The, I, I, you know what? I don't know. I don't know, but I, I've heard like the ones that are Mounties, they're fucked. They're the rejects really? that can't do the job. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. So, so or, or, they're, or they're the rookies. That's all I know. I don't know much what? about the police. What were you saying, Johnny? I said so kind of like the Corey Feldman. Yeah, they're rejects. Fucked up. I got what do you Oh my god. Hold it up, bro. hold up. Is that it? Yes. Look at the what the <laughs> What are you shaking your head about, Jesse? <laughs> so 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 think about like the background dancers for that stuff. Like how would you feel like auditioning for that job? And then yeah. you get up there, you learn this choreographed stuff, and you got this joker jumping out there. Yeah. Oh god, he sucks. What are you doing? <laughs> we put our name on this. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> Kiss your career goodbye. How do you put that on a resume? I was a backup dancer for mm -hmm. that. For Corey Feldman. So you do mm -hmm. a lot of editing too, dude, right? You've been getting into all that bullshit, I see. It's basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was when I was off work with that injury. Um, they, It's cheaper for them to pay me to sit at work and do nothing or ne next to nothing, I won't say nothing, uh, than to sit at home. <laughs> So there's just the way that like uh, it's called WSIB up here. I don't know what's called down there, but it's basically work insurance. And uh, so I was at work, and in my downtime, I was just learning some editing stuff, some Photoshop, and messing around with that. And some people like it, so I keep on doing it. Yeah, I noticed that that Matchbox you did for me was sick. Yeah, yeah. I just try out different things. Like as I'm scrolling through, if I see somebody have edits, I'm just like, okay, I want to try to learn how to do that. Right, right. Yeah, and, and then, cool. then it benefits like people because like some people are asking about wheels and stuff. Like I couldn't tell you how many people I've done wheel swaps for, or you know, just change color of their wheels or anything. Because I, I know how stressful that is. Like when you're trying to shop for something, you don't know how it's going to look. So. Uh, I've had like countless inboxes and, you know, I just do it. Some people, they're like, oh, I, I don't have any money. I'm like, buddy, I'm, I'm not doing this for money. I'm just trying to help somebody out. If I got time, I'll do it. If I don't, sorry. Yeah. yeah right. So sometimes, sometimes I get lost and I, I forget about some people because sometimes I get a lot of traffic. Sometimes I don't. Uh, I'm not saying like, hey, hit me up and I'll do it for you, but. Yeah, so don't like the whole planet hit up Zach. Yeah, yeah, I know. But, you know, I, I've had a couple people like, you know, Gary. Uh, he's sent over a couple buddies, uh, you know, Castle Customs. And, 
you know, I'll do it for them. He, he asked me every once in a while something or somebody else. Yeah, yeah. It's just for fun. I was killing time, and I do that a lot less now because I'm back at work full time. And yeah. So you have been active now, really, like on Instagram. What the fuck? Is... Are you the dirtbag that ate the rest of my birthday? Oh my god, who's messaging you this? Who the hell? John showed me a text. It says, "Are you the dirtbag that ate the rest of my birthday cake?" He says, "Yup." Well, you could buy me another one this week. That was dirty of you. Whose <laughs> <laughs> birthday was it this week? That was your wife. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the I'm in the damn doghouse, I guess, for eating her birthday cake. Well, he ate her cake, bro. I can't help it. It shouldn't have stayed in the refrigerator. <laughs> Honestly, though, once it hits day three, you can just go for it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, Zach, you've been really active. Like, I, I mean maybe longer than I know of. You've owned the car for 10 years, but I've noticed you've really been active in the past year. Yeah, yeah. Right? Basically, I throw up a picture a day, and if people like it, they like it. Uh, yeah. They don't, they don't. They don't, they don't. Sometimes it explodes, sometimes it doesn't. It's like anything, right? Yeah. We all go yeah. through that bullshit. So let me ask you this. Like, what's your perception, like, coming back real heavy into the Fox body scene, like, on social media and all that? Because I just see you're just joining some Facebook groups and all that shit. Like, what's your perception just coming back into the, the whole scene? Uh, I, I like the online stuff a lot. I've met a lot of nice people like you guys. Uh, some of the local guys, uh, a lot of them are good. There's a couple that are like live, breathe, and die by the Blue Oval. And mm -hmm. uh, if you're just like a hobbyist like me where, you know, you're just turning wrenches on weekends. And, you know, if you do stuff, you do stuff. If you don't. But those guys are diehard and they don't even want to talk to you. You know, if you're not in their clique and you're not, you know, are there a lot body of twenty four seven, then they don't like you. It's mm -hmm. it's strange because like you know you see their cars, you try to talk to them, and they're like, oh, this guy only just turns wrenches on weekends once in a while. Is there a lot of fox bodies in your area of Canada? Uh, like, yeah. I know, I know, like, uh, like Gary, like I know his scene up there. Paul the Fox, I know, like, his scene. Yeah. But so I'm more... close to Toronto. I think Toronto has a bit of a bigger one. Uh, they're about an hour away from me. Mm -hmm. um, my city, so I used to live in St. Catharines, which is 20 minutes from the falls. There's a GM uh, power plant there. So there's a lot of Chevy guys in this area. But, you know, there is a fair amount of Foxes still. Yeah. But I, I would say it's mostly, like, a GM area. Have you ever gone to a, a show down here? No, never. If you were to pick one, what would you go to? I'm probably going to try to get to the Chocolate Fox or the, the Motor City. Nice. Yeah, so my wife was talking about um, a little weekend or something, get away to uh, Pennsylvania, do some shopping, because tax-free or something for us. I don't know if it's for locals as well, because I know you're from PA, right? It ain't tax free for me. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, I think I think if you're not local, I think you get like tax free shopping or something. So I said, well, let's try to plan it around uh, Chocolate Fox. No then, shit. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, well, then you know, she's like, when is it? So I told her, and then I was like, well, we'll have to take two cars. And she's like, what? I was like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, no, you're not driving that car all the way there. I said, well, that's the whole How point. How far of a ride would that be? Three hours, four hours, maybe. Dude, that ain't shit. That's that's like nothing. Yeah, I could do it. 
Yeah, oh, absolutely. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, and then uh, the Motor City one, that's about a three-hour drive as well. I'm maybe, not a bit lie, more, maybe a bit more. Maybe a bit more, because I got 411, so like, I don't like to go too fast. I'll do about 110. 110 on the highway, that's about 60 miles an hour for you guys. 60, 65. Yeah, I don't know all that kilometers versus miles. Yeah, yeah. All that shit. It's, not... it's just a little bit above speed limit. I don't know any of that shit. America. JC's yeah. the brains of the operation. <laughs> What's that? I said, is that about right? You're the brains of the operation. I mean, if that's the case, we're all in big trouble. <laughs> Let me down. Fuck, I was going to say something and you interrupt me. Uh, fuck. Oh, you know what I was going to say? This Motor City Fox Fest, dude. It's going. I uh, think it's going to be bigger than they realize. Bro, the more I hear about it the more i read about it and think about it and talk to people i don't know how i can miss this show man how far is it for you it's gonna be probably like nine hours oh that's the same for me it's a lot when you got chocolate fox carlisle ponies in the smokies i'm going on a family vacation and then right after that fucking yeah, yeah. it's a lot yeah, you were saying you're going to dial it down a little too this year, but I don't know. Uh, you might not want to miss that one. I know. Yeah, I'm really struggling, man. To to not, I don't want to miss it. Even if I go without the car, right? That's what I was thinking. I, I might end up going without the car, but. but that kind of defeats the purpose. Like they're trying to get a good showing, so in in the future they could, uh, you know, continue there. They could, they know, yeah. I'm, well, you I think, know. I think there's something cool with going to the first like event. You know, and you can be like, my car was one of the whatever that, you know, went for the first time. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to try to go to that, Jesse? Yeah. I mean, it's the week before Columbus, so I don't know what the plan. I think it's the week before Columbus. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's one of the ones I want to go to. I mean, obviously, it depends on my work situation, but that's a uh, that's a goal. You're with your car or the Toyota? <laughs> Why you keep hitting mute, bro? Because you know I've got stuff going on over here. But uh, what are you, what are you yeah, doing? Hold on. What are you doing over there? What kind of sneaky I'm shit? Clicking are you? My pin. I'm clicking my pin. You look like you're in a but, bad uh, mood tonight. I'm gonna get both of them. I'm gonna have the uh, the Toyota and the uh, the Fox. Like the Fox isn't gonna get there without the Toyota. Have you worked on the car? fucking guy it's changing it's gonna change i had time set aside on sunday to do it and then i ended up uh having to prepare for something else and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> go. yeah let's talk about that a little bit there jason uh, that go, bro <laughs> I, mean, I, I ain't got no shame but um so i had a colonoscopy on uh, uh. monday <laughs> yeah and uh it was interesting um He's like, but you know, somebody that he'd sign up for it again. <clears throat> oh, don't yeah, knock me out. out. <laughs> don't even knock me out. But I'll tell you this. This is funny. So here's the deal. Like, I've had digestive issues for for a long time. So you know, having uh, having some some rear end problems isn't necessarily you know unheard of. So the first day of prep for me wasn't bad. Like the night before, and I even showed John. Like I sent him you know text like, hey, it's not terrible. It's just like having hot wings for me, like because my belly's so jacked up. Um, 
The next morning when I took the second phase of the prep, I almost thought we weren't going to make the appointment because I couldn't be away from the toilet for more like seven, seven minutes, dude. And, um, I sent John some screen captures and, you know, I, I read it. thinking, But I sent him some screen captures when I was researching it. Cause I'm like, why is this so bad? Like, what does everybody complain about? And it said, you know, like during prep, you're gonna have like high velocity, high intensity, like diarrhea and all this stuff. And I was like, what in the fuck is this all about, dude? This is not good. <laughs> and, uh, it didn't live up to the hype on Sunday night, at least not, you know, for me, but, um, Monday, yeah, I was afraid we weren't even going to make it to the doctor. Oh, he and was then, stressing uh, so bad Sunday. So you and made then, it, bro? Oh, yeah, we made it 100%. So we get there. My wife's making all kinds of jokes about, you know, like losing my anal virginity and all these things. And all that. <laughs> <laughs> so God bless her. I love her. Um, so anyway, we show up and, you know, long the, the process goes and they give you uh, propofol, right? And that's the same yeah. thing that killed Michael Jackson, apparently. Yeah, the white stuff. Yeah, so uh, the anesthesiologist walked in and is like, hey, I'm going to give you some lidocaine, some propofol. And I'm like, hey, isn't that what killed Michael Jackson? I'm like, I'm not, I don't want that necessarily. And they're like, oh, you're good. So at this point, I'm already in the bed, like laying on my side. <clears throat> and you've got the gown on. And I hear, I feel the doctor like pick, I'm not even knocked out yet. Like they don't even have the IVs in, but they're not like pushing, you know, meds or anything. <laughs> so I'm laying on my side and I feel the doctor pull the thing up over my butt cheek, right? So like my butt's ex like exposed. And I looked there, I was like, hey, 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 doc, you got to buy me dinner first, son. I'm not even knocking out. <laughs> Everybody in the room started cracking up and laughing. Uh, <laughs> that's fucking great. Next thing I know, like, I'm violently shaken. And I'm like, hey, there's somebody here who wants to see it. I look up my eyes, and it's my wife. And, you know, I was like, like who's this woman? That was it. That's your wife. I'm like, ah. And I was just messing with them, you know, but. I mean, honestly, dude, all in all, it wasn't terrible uh, that morning. Like, that stuff tastes god-awful. Like, it's terrible. It's no, like a sir. mixture of – should I tell him, John? Yeah. I think it's like a mixture of, like, diet soda, seawater. I mean, I can only imagine semen would taste like all the Oh, my fucking God. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> What? So, <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? You <laughs> was getting injected by white stuff, or you drinking? <laughs> Jesus, I don't know what it was called. It's called sodium, like shits it all. I don't know what it was called. Yeah, sodium, sodium semen all. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> so anyway. So that's why I didn't work on the car on Sunday because I was. Busy uh, I guess it. I guess that's a legit. Experience. That's legit. Oh god! So. I, I've seen I've seen a, a a biopsy of a colonoscopy. Yeah, yeah. yeah Everything it, described is what happens. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, you know, you got to do it though. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Right? Yep. Can you uh, tell that something's happened? No. I can't. Okay. I've lost my okay. screen picture. I don't know why, but um, no. I mean, there was no like no after effect of of you know because I've got to have one too. So you know, well, just dude, so I'll you be know. honest with you. Uh, I mean, not. But I will not be drinking happen. the semen juice. Yes, you will. <laughs> you'll be you'll be asleep drinking it. You won't know. But I'll tell you this. That's dude, what the aftertaste is. I'm not going to describe so, mine as semen. How about that? At the end of the day, I was so. Uh, 
like just uh, it was just bad like i, I put it that i wouldn't be able to tell if anything happened anyway because like i was already in really bad shape i was walking funny bow-legged like a you know cowboy and I'm just not saying shit. I'm just going to these two keep talking and bear fucking buried himself. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. How old are you, Tom? 44. 44. So, hey, you don't like much, buddy. You need to start getting you some. Well, I told you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's probably, exactly. I bet he's more close than he realizes. Yeah. So, all right, fuck it. Since we're talking about this. Fuck so you've it. already had one? No, no. Okay. For like, so real quick, Zach, my family has a, a history of stomach cancer. Okay. My father passed away of stomach cancer at 65. This past summer, my uncle passed away at 65 of stomach cancer. Yeah. And now my aunt who lives in Florida was just diagnosed with stomach cancer. So... Long story short, I was telling John and Jesse and Chris and Gary that I've had a pain in my like lower left stomach now for oh, it's got to be going on six weeks now, Johnny. Yeah, that doesn't go away. So, um, needless to say, I've been kind of like nervous about it. So I went to the hospital like a week ago, got a CAT scan. They get sent to the gastro doctor. All this, all this shit. And, uh, so, long story short. The answer to the problem is I need to go get a colonoscopy and an endoscopy down my throat yeah. to uh, see what's going on. Yeah, I'm a little nervous couple, about it. Couple is samples. they never both dead until they meet in the middle? I don't know, bro. I, I think I think that's kind of how it goes. Yeah, it's not it's not a straight shot like you were doing, but yeah. Right. <laughs> so long story short, all joking aside. Yeah. As men, we got to do this shit. Yeah. Men's health. Yeah, yeah. I work in the profession and. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't keep up to speed with it either. It's, it's scary stuff, right? Yeah, so I'm a little nervous about it. Yeah, as, yeah. as you should be, man, especially with your family history, right? Yeah, yeah, especially because, like, this pain, you know, it's been fucking there for fucking, like, six straight weeks. It just don't go away. Yeah. I kind of just deal with it. It's not like it doesn't put me down, but it, like, it's just, like, like a lingering fucking issue. And I'm like, yeah. all right, this shit ain't going away. Like, something's fucked. Something not right. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see what comes of it. But yeah, that's been on my mind a little bit lately. Needless to say, yeah, that's gotta be tough. Yeah, you know. But I mean, I'm not going to enjoy it the way Jesse did or the way John's looking forward to it. That's for sure. I am not looking forward to it at all, dude. Oh, it's good time. <laughs> I'm, I'm, appro I'm approaching forty. I gotta. Yeah, I just had a vasectomy done actually like three weeks ago. That was the first time I had a, a man handle my my balls. <laughs> Yeah. What's that? See, see, we talk to a nurse and we start getting into all this shit, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I, that, that's nothing, right? And uh, But I, it, was, it was messed up, man. It starts playing with your head. so, And that's something I'm doing voluntarily. And here you, you know, you're dealing with some stuff that is legit that you need to get checked out. So, yeah. Did, so we'll did they put you to sleep it. to do yours? Pardon? Did they put you to sleep to do yours? No, no. Mine's, uh, it was, it was called uh, the doctor's. Uh, uh, office is called so simple vasectomies. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's legit. His name's Dr. Uh, Ballister or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. not even joking, guys. It's like something like Dr. Ball something. I don't know. No, it's, it's not, bro. <laughs> I'm serious. Look it up. 
So simple vasectomies in Oakville. Dr. Wow. Ballister. Or- it's like a drive-thru. What yeah. the fuck? Oh, it felt like that. He does like 10 of them a day. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's just like this less it's like a half inch little incision right in the middle of your scrotum and they whip out the tubes after they the worst part is the the needles to freeze that's it and they whip out the tubes they they cut them cauterize them plop them back in and they send you on the way with a jock strap and an ice pack i got a i got a funny story about mine hold on john you can tell a story how the fuck we start off talking about fox bodies. <laughs> we fucking end up talking about people's balls getting spilled. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> it's recent in my life, so I'm still, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's something that traumatizes you, you know? Well, it was the first time I had a man handle my balls. If we're talking about, like, Jesse here getting sodomized. And <laughs> All right, Johnny, let's hear your fucking story now. <laughs> so uh, the guy that comes in to do mine actually... It was a veterinarian? Was, no, he, he well, <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. Listen, no doubt. You would have thought he was. I'm not going to say his name, but, but uh, he, you know, he works at the hospital. I'm up there, you know, getting my junk chopped on, I guess you could call it. But he comes walking in with, with freaking uh, khaki pants and cowboy boots with his pants tucked in his cowboy boots and it got mud all over him. Oh my God. Yes. So, well, I'm saying, you know, of course they put you up in stirrups, you know, like they do women. And he's, you know, got I've got a gown on. Of course, you're naked up underneath it. And he comes down there and he, you know, does some tugging, pulling around and stuff. And he says, Are you ready? You know, of course, puts an injection in. Are you ready? Yeah, sure. Blah, blah, blah. So he's like, you know, you may not want to watch. And I said, Oh no, I wanna, you know, I wanna be aware of what's going on. I, I couldn't look, you know. So, so I'm sitting up in the chair, right? So, looking, you know, watching. No, I'm surprised you can see that. Yeah, I was just thinking. Believe it or not, I can, Jesse. So, uh, anyway, he goes to tugging and pulling. He's like, "Can you feel that?" And I said, "No, not really, but I can feel pressure." You know, so he pulls the little cord out. They clip it. Then, they, then he takes it and he pulls it backwards and puts a stitch in it. And then he cauterizes it. When he cauterized it, smoke comes up. Mm. So I go, whoa, 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 whoa. And he's like, what is it? And I said, chestnuts roasting on an open. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude just dies out laughing. Holy shit. Oh my God. My wife could hear me do it out in the damn blobby. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) I come out and she said, you had way too much fun with your vasectomy. And I said, yeah, I guess you could say I did. Do it again. There was a guy screaming that went before me. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I could hear it through the vents. I was like, I was like, holy shit. There's like, there's no other building attached to this building. Like, that's coming from in here. Mm-hmm. Jesse, how do we get here on this fucking podcast? I don't know. But, honestly, though, guys, I don't know if you've had it done or yet. Uh, the other two, uh, but it just feels like a toddler kicked you in the balls. That's the worst. Yeah, and then right. it goes away. So everybody who's looking into this procedure, there you have it. There you have it. Go for it. Well, I think it's educational. So I think you know we provide a lot of education today on, on key procedures for your health. I mean, we have an official Who nurse. Who is he talking to? We're in the middle of I don't know. Dude, we're live. What are you doing, His John? wife is still yelling at him and texting him over the, the fucking cake. Cake. The cake. Yeah. 
So call me back later. <laughs> oh, that must have been Billy. <laughs> said, you on the pod? Call me back. You on the pod? And I said, yeah. He said, shit, call me back later. <laughs> Dang. That's dedication. So, oh, if I can – is I'm, that Billy – is that Quicksilver Billy? Yeah. Yeah, so he's he's actually the person that got me to uh, actually think like, hey, there might be something to uh, people liking my car on uh, Instagram. Yeah. Uh, early on, before his uh, old account got hacked, he was messaging me just saying like, hey, man, really nice car. Love what you're doing with it and stuff like that. Yeah. He's and good then, uh, people, man. Yeah, 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 he's a great guy. I chat with him every once in a while. And uh, yeah, it just really gave me encouragement. So yeah, we're real yeah. good buddies. Yeah, he's yeah, great guy. Can... John, his car's at John's house right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Cool. We got a sneak peek at it last week. We did. He's been he's been uh, posting a little bit more lately, and it's looks it's looking good. It's yeah. coming along. We're getting yeah. there. It is. He so... turned it over this weekend. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. He, was, he was saying that uh, he was going to turn it over yeah. this coming weekend, or did already. No, we... We we did this past weekend. We you know turned it over. Oh nice. yeah, yeah. I think I was talking to him that night. He's like, oh, "We're working on it. Going to turn it over." So he's got to be super excited. He is. I am too. I'm excited for him. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. I can't wait to yeah. see it. Yeah. So Zach, is there anything that you want to ask? Anything you're curious about? Anything you want to talk about? What's your daily driver? My daily. Yeah. Is, uh, right now, 2018 Chevy 1500. Okay. Z seventy one LTZ package. Oh. Nice truck. How about you, John? Uh, two thousand three Harley Davidson F one fifty crew cab. Okay. Okay. Kind of like the SVT. Uh, yeah, it's got the uh, it's got the blower or four with the supercharger. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, he don't go nowhere. So. <laughs> <laughs> What's that supposed to mean, jackass? I go. I go to damn Sonic every morning. I'm sure he do. <laughs> he fucking calls me. He calls me fucking Thursday or Friday. I don't remember. Whatever day it was. Like, it's like 9, 30, 10 o'clock in the morning. Hey, what are you doing? I'm fucking working, John. What are you doing? I'm relaxing. I'm just relaxing. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> you don't go nowhere. <laughs> well, I don't go anywhere. Help it. What are you daily in, Zach? <laughs> A 2010 uh, Honda Civic. Fuck hey. It, hey. Nice. And, and I've got a 15 CRV. I'm Is not gonna lie. I love my Hondas, man. Dude, I I was actually, I got to get a commuter car, and I was I usually get Audis. I'm a, I worked for Audi for 11 years. Audi okay. of America and Porsche of America. I worked for, yeah, for quite a while. And uh, so I was always an Audi guy. But lately, I've been, I need to get a commuter. Honda was one of my picks. But I'm kind of honestly, after talking to Chris, the infamous project, yeah, I'm kind of leaning towards like a like a BMW. I've never owned a BMW. Uh, well, I mean, I love them. As I've never a owned one. I figured, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I buy like an 07, 11. Yeah, my daughter, my daughter's got a 2011 model, 328i. Yeah, 325i. I, I think they're great cars, but I don't know as a daily. Like maybe your daily is different than mine. Like I just use mine as like commuting. Like, Did I, use, I I drove an E46 selling cable out of it. Yeah. yeah, it would be yeah. a commuter for me too. Yeah. yeah. Hey, it'd be a nice one then. I don't know. I just feel like I want to try something fucking different. I never owned it's about one. About 25 miles a gallon, roughly. Yeah. Yeah, that, 20, that's, oh, that, that might be a deal killer right there because I get like fucking yeah. 3840 in a Civic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, between, I like 28, but between 23 and 25 is what you'll get. Mm -hmm. 
Maybe a Tesla. No. I mean, you got to think what about it. You? It's a straight six. I ain't buying no fucking Tesla. Don't buy that shit. Sorry, brother Tom. I ain't buying no fucking Tesla. Oh, my God. What? You're it's not, not sustainable. Like... It's not sustainable. I think they're cool cars. It's kind of cool. You know, they're quick or whatever, but the the plan for all vehicles to be electric, I don't know. I'm not on board with it. Well, the the electric grid can't handle it. I could tell you that. I work for yeah. a power company. We we work fucking 16 hours and when it's 90 degrees just in case because the grid just gets overloaded. Yeah, we we see, you know, rolling blackouts over here. I I live beside Niagara Falls. We're power generator city, you know? Right. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, we sell off a lot of our power, but still. It's going to go there, though, dude. I, I don't see how you can keep up with it, though. Like Eventually, it will get there. There's no, there's no denying that, man. I mean, yeah. as much as we don't want to admit it or hate it, maybe we're not alive. I don't really know. Well, eventually, yeah. it's going to go that route. That's for sure. Yeah. What does that say for our cars, then? I don't know. It's a big question mark, right? Are they going to be supported in the future? Are they, is there going to still be petrol to buy? I don't we know, We may have man. to figure out how to, build, how to make down petrol. Yeah. The moonshine shit, right? Yeah. I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know where it goes. You know, yeah. I mean, but the future is pretty, to me, it seems pretty evident where it's all going. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Well, listen, man, if you got nothing else to talk about, we're about an hour and a half in, and we yeah, usually kind of good. wrap it up right around this time. I just want to say thanks for coming on, man, telling your story. Yeah, thanks for having me. Sorry, it was, uh, it was man's group again. Oh, it's all good, It's all good. I think people get a better appreciation for the other side of the screen when they hear yeah. this. Yeah. No, no, totally. If, if I can just add one more thing, like that time that I think it was uh, when Gary was interviewing you guys, and you guys divulged a lot about your past, like – I think I messaged you guys 20 or 25 minutes into that is uh, John was really laying it in there. And I was just like, man, like you guys, you don't even understand how much you're going to help a lot of, a lot of guys. And uh, I think that that's huge, man. Like what these talks, like even it doesn't matter how deep you go into it, but just making it a little bit more normal to talk about. And, you know, we all have our struggles and I think you guys are doing great things besides, the car community stuff you know you're just helping people well, this that's the thing though this is our car community yeah, yeah. right yeah. like this is our car community this this is the people we we like their pictures we follow yeah we watch their reels we message and all the shit this is who you're talking to like this is us this yeah. is us right it's deeper how, than just the cars you know you're, you're building right, bonds with people and you're sharing and yeah Exactly. Whether we're talking about someone's balls getting cut off or we're talking about going yeah. 150 and a quarter mile. This is yeah, our they don't the balls off, Tom. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Still got my boys. You sure about that? Yeah, I'm promising. Are you serious, Zach? Yeah, no, but you guys are doing good. Like, it, it's it's kind of it's refreshing to hear that. Like, I know it helps me. I And I feel like I'm pretty sorted out, but it still helps me. And I'm sure you guys are helping out other people. I was yeah. I was blown away by that one, because uh, when I first started listening to you guys, you guys were a lot of bickering back and forth, a lot of jokes and stuff like that, and, and I love that. That's cool. But then uh, it got deep one time, and I was like, oh shit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's good. There's a reason why we love one another. Put it yeah. that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, know? you know, the funny thing is, man, we literally plan zero. Yeah. yeah. Like, like. Well, you saw the whole process. Yeah. 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 You guys said that. Click on the link. Right. We don't like, we don't, maybe when John and I have a five minute conversation and be like, Hey, you know anything about Zach? 
No, I don't know shit. And then neither do I. Okay, let's just ask him a couple of questions before we start recording and whatever comes that comes. But we plan nothing, like with no one that comes on here. Yeah. And however it goes, it goes. Yeah. My wife was asking me that too. And I said, Well, I said I, I'm not exactly sure how it's going to go because I don't I don't know these guys personally. We don't hang out, but we'll see where it goes. We are um, not choreographed. Yeah. No, no. fuck that. Because you, stupid. Peter Vance. Yep. It's stupid. I mean, yep. I don't know. We well, don't we don't plan real. anything. We just let it fly. Whatever happens, happens. You know, I'm getting to know you. Yeah. True story. The same time everyone else is listening, that's getting to know you. Yeah. You know, yeah. We're getting to know you with the people listening at the same time. But that's what's cool about it. Yeah. So, yeah, we try. I mean, some episodes are funny. Some episodes aren't so funny. Some episodes are more serious. It's all yeah. cool. You know, whatever it comes of, it comes of it. I just hope people are enjoying it. I'm glad you are enjoying it. Thank you for listening. And certainly thank you for coming on and telling your story. Yeah, that's a little bit of it. It was, it was cool. Thanks for having me on. I, I do appreciate it. Yep, absolutely. So before we wrap it up, I just want to say one more, one more real quick thing on a serious note. Numerous of these pods now, we've talked to people who have dealt with depression, myself included, John, Zach, um, Robert couple others have mentioned it here and there if anyone's listening to this and, and you're feeling like this i don't give a shit how proud you are or how big of a fucking man you are just fucking talk to somebody period there's people yeah. out there who give a shit about you we give a shit about you so uh do yourself a favor do the people who care about you a favor just talk to somebody i just wanted to say that because this topic keeps coming up and uh fuck man if you need to fuck talk to someone call me whatever i'll yep. hook you up i'll talk to you Amen. It, it Amen. is what it is. I don't give a shit if it's two in the morning, you guys, whatever. But with that said, thanks everybody for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Zach, you think, thank, thank you again. Talk to you guys later. Awesome.